You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. to Warcraft Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic, TBC Classic, and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob, and today I am here with Ryan, aka Cognitive Pit. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, Bob. <laughs> oh, no Mel today. Mel. So, no Mel today, <laughs> so I thought I'd bring a little energy, a little Mel energy to the podcast. Oh, yeah. She always starts off with very little energy and then gets real vocal towards towards the end. You know what I mean? <laughs> Once you start talking about leveling, I'm getting the herbs. Actually, it's reversed now. Now you're the one getting the yep. herbs. <laughs> oh, now I'm just like running around and like I'm looking stuff up while we're trying to do stuff. She's like, put me on follow and then you could look up the stuff. But I'm trying to educate while questing, doing a bunch of stuff. But yeah, Mel's not going to be here today. We literally just got back from the airport about 20 minutes ago, and she is tired, so we gave her the night off. All right, so let's get into what we're going to be doing this episode. So we're going to... Oh, shoot. I screwed it up. I was supposed to mention that we are live on Twitch every week at twitch.tv slash bash those buttons and on whatever podcatchers you get your podcasts on. I recommend the audio version of the show. It is the best. But the bloopers are here. So this is unedited and live. All right. So in this episode, we're going to go through house housekeeping. We're going to go through what we've been doing this week. We're going to go through Varg Flocken grade progression. Then at the and then we're going to go to the news. Then I'm see, I'm so excited. I keep trying to do it in front of the other. But then at the end, we have our very first uh, Blizzard employee interview. That's that's going to come at the end. It was pre-recorded, and it it features two cool people from the WoW eSports e team. So look forward to that at the end. Let's go ahead and get started. We had a abundance of reviews. <laughs> yeah. I, I I know I had to beg for it, but boy, did you guys come through. We got six new iTunes reviews and one in-game. And thank you so much. We're actually going to split it up. We're probably going to read like five of them here and then save two for, for next week. But don't worry, it will get read. It just seems like a lot to put on at the start of the episode. So with that, take it away. Yep. Yeah, I learned from last time I'm not going to say it's too many and stop reviewing because that... That actually happened last time I said that, but uh, but uh, everyone really came out after the begging came out. So the first one is from John the Dwarf on iTunes. Great show. Hey, guys, I love the show. I've been listening to it while grinding out in TBC. I went through some of the older episodes. Great, too. And LOL pretty hard when I heard Bob talking about dual spec in episode one. Gotta respect your dedication to the cause. 
I think that's hilarious. Because, yeah, because <laughs> when you saw this review, you were like, episode one? Because you you yeah. were not episode one. And yeah, like way I didn't even back. realize I talked about it in episode one, but I guess I did. That's that's pretty funny that uh, dual spec has it's just never ending. Although I feel like we're 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 kind of beyond dual spec. Bob's Bob seemed to stop caring about dual spec too much. I care about it a lot less just because I mean gold is so different in T in TBC and it's so different because we came from one expansion to the other. Like everybody complains about how the gold is so different from private servers. Well, the reason it's not it's to to me it's not different from the real tbc because we did come in with gold maybe not yeah. as much but i mean the private server players they are used to a fresh server and of course gold's going to be weird and and um, um, scarce for a while just like it was in classic but it, it really isn't a big deal to me now yeah original in original tbc i actually had to buy my epic mount ground mount while leveling so things were <laughs> i was a lot broker back then but uh the next review uh top drawer snacking from new zealand here hello snacking I, I love that name found your show when def camp shouted you out on one of his streams have since listened to them all great show great banter also on tbc dungeon grind almost 69 this was a few days ago so i'm sure i'm sure snacking is 70 now Thanks for the shout outs of Atune. The creator of the add-on is a guildmate. Keep up the great work. Well, Atune is absolutely fantastic and almost everyone in our guild's been using it. So here's another yes. shout out um, and a shout out to Def Camp as well, too. He has uh, some really high energy streams and is very passionate yeah. about this game. So definitely worthwhile. So thank you for that review. Snacking. I want to read that. And we're going to try uh, we're going to try and get Def back on the show soon, but oh, yeah. if you guys haven't checked out his his stream on Twitch at at Def Camp, you should. He's been popping off and been doing a real good job. So, scheduling might be an issue, but maybe we'll collab in some other way. So, yeah. we hope to have him on again. The mail-in review is from a uh, a great fellow named Braxton Jones with the subject of Darnassian Blue, which Got me on a string of thought. I was wondering if if druids. Oh, he are... sent me. Yeah, he must have sent you one. Yeah, I assumed it was just the autofill subject by sending you some cheese in the mail. Yep. Um, yep. Blue cheese is the best cheese to send through the mail, but it did get me thinking whether or not, like, what is the diet of a night elf or even a druid at that? Uh, I I kind of wouldn't think that they would have blue cheese, but I guess that came from nowhere. My assumptions. Yeah, but... that's a good point. Hey man, <laughs> this is this is speaking to Bob. I love the podcast so much. I can't really find a way to submit a review unless I do this, so why the hell not? You know, anyway, <laughs> my name's Braxton, and I genuinely love listening to you guys whenever a new episode comes out. It's so fun to hear your guys' P POV on certain things, and I think it's amazing to hear your guys' ideals for things. Thank you so much for making the content you do. Keep it up, man. Thank you, Braxton Jones. We definitely appreciate that. And then we have another iTunes review from K, K B Cup Ferrer. That's, that's my best attempt. Uh, great work. Love this podcast. I usually listen at work or anytime I'm not playing. Keep up the great work. Another iTunes uh, from, uh, from Eric from Alaska. Uh, since you begged, I felt bad that Bob had to beg for a review this week. 
which I think <laughs> I think might have spurred on a couple of these reviews. So thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, so I decided I'd leave my thoughts on the show. I'll start out by saying I love the podcast and being able to check in with you guys each week about how your raids are going, the current meta, and any TBC news that may be on the horizon. I'd love to hear more about what you guys are doing outside of raids because I'm nosy, but that's just me. As a returning TBC player in my 30s, it's nice to hear from like-minded people from my age group, and I look forward to a new episode every week for the Alliance! Beatbox <laughs> intro goes burr. Eric from Alaska. Thank you so much, Eric. Um, that that's a great review. I'm glad that you like hearing what we uh what we're what we're up to in our adventures in I guess Outland now. I almost said Azeroth, but we're not there anymore. <laughs> Except when I go to Stormwind for I'm actually spending half my time in Stormwind, I feel like, still, just for how long the auction house still takes to <laughs> to list and buy. Interest okay, I haven't had any problems with the auction house at all, but I keep a I keep a bank out there because the mail's instant. Yeah. I was going back and forth and like G herthing or uh budget herthing, you know, the yes. proper, you know, piece uh, PC term. Yes. But uh I've I just figured out like my level twenty seven mage can just do that fine. And so I just have everything on him and I get it instantly. It's I mean it's great. Yeah. But, you uh you you blew through those. Why don't we just do the last two? Let's 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 go for it. Bozo dubs from old Blanche. I almost rolled on old Blanche. That was one of the like second round uh second round servers, I'm pretty sure. They had like the name day servers and then they ended up creating more. And when I saw old Blanche was one, I was like, ooh, that's pretty good. <laughs> hey gang, love the pod. As someone who leveled their first character to 60 the weekend before pre-patch, which is awesome, by the way. I'm actually ooh. You didn't boost either, it sounds like. You you actually leveled uh, all the way to 60. Very cool. Your show has been a great source of information and perspective for me to get into dungeons and be effective and even running my first CG before I cross the dark portal. I appreciate the content you and your cool guests put out. Keep up the great work. I actually, I over-exaggerated. It says good work, and I just, my my subconscious put the word great in there. But great. I appreciate yeah. good work as well, too. Just a uh, catalyst, like, I mean, honestly, with the new quests after pre-patch, I mean, the, like it was honestly faster to quest, especially if you had a higher level running, like running with you because of the AOE caps, and it was harder to do things in Moradon. Like it was actually really fast questing. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that this guy actually finished right before pre-patch, <laughs> you put in the hair, you, you get to you get to act like a hipster too, like we do. Oh, you leveled your 60 post pre-patch? Okay. <laughs> I'm a ZG <laughs> Raider now, but that's awesome. That's awesome you're able to get in there into ZG, and I hope you're having a great time in Outland now. And then finally, as I blow through these, uh, a review from Big Papa Tank <laughs> on Remulus. Just when they, I thought... They call me Big Papa. <laughs> throw your hands in the air. <laughs> Just when I thought WoW shows couldn't get any dumber, you make this and totally redeem yourself. I definitely was <laughs> worried. Love the, the Dumb and Dumber <laughs> reference. Love it. Love your work, guys. You cover topics really well, and it's good to get your insights into a game you love and know better than most. P.S. I don't want any more yip tips. If he didn't get the tip not to roll Warrior in TBC, credibility gone. Keep doing you. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, Big Papa Tank on Remulos. Well, we had to have one warrior. <laughs> uh, I just, I took it on myself. Un not even joking. I was, I was prepared to reroll, but 
I really wanted to make sure I had a raid spawn, <laughs> and I decided the staying Morir was going to make sure, at least for a couple phases, they'd keep me around. Well, and I'm going to de- defend you some. I'm going to use my one to be fair. Yip is already preparing a druid in case it is needed. So Yip is definitely on top of what he needs to do. And we do need a warrior in this first phase. I guess we don't need it, but it makes things a lot easier for a lot of different things. So warrior is fine. I'm actually, you know, I'm having a good time now that my gear level is getting to the point where you don't just get smashed in heroics immediately. Things are okay. I'm glad I did that dungeon grind. I don't know if I've said it on here. But the the sort of just tank training for five mans I got on the way up is incredible and really does pay off. It's like I just have muscle memory built in because I'm so used to losing aggro and everything. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to grab things. I'm always prepared. That's that's awesome. I'm actually going to talk about that a little bit, too, when we get to what we've been doing. Yeah. But first off, before we get to that. I want to make a plea to to Blizzard specifically because we know that they listen to the pod every Monday morning in their first meeting. And my plea is we had trading target dummies that we could test DPS builds out on and rotations out on in beta. Please bring them back. I think that is a good change. I'd be at least put a poll out to see if people would like it. It would be amazing. Because now I can respec all the all the time because gold is just, just flowing. I would love to try out some different things and actually just know a, a, a basis of what it does on on mobs. I know different encounters will change with move, with, with movement and different things. But I'd love to just see and just really practice, like you said, muscle memory doing rotations and it it would be really cool. So please bring that yeah, back. I'd love to hear if there's any no changes people against this. Um, I could see maybe in, in vanilla. Uh, my only my only issue against it uh, is that I'm bitter about not having them in vanilla classic. <laughs> so yeah, implementing them. Warrior. Yeah, if they implement if they implement them now, I'll be like, why didn't you do it in vanilla? <laughs> I wanted those the entire time. Yeah, but you know what? I'm 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 on the fence now of like they gotta have it now for different things. Yeah, like yeah, do yeah. you do you remember back in the day when we had spell batching? Oh. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to what we've been doing lately. And wow, uh, besides raiding, uh, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go, go first? first? Okay, well, I've been doing a ton. So first off, to just talk about tanking, uh, I got to level sixty-one doing. Uh, Ramparts, uh, Ramparts, and the next one. Um, God, I can never Blood remember furnace. the names. Blood Furnace, thank you. And yeah, dude. Luckily, I had Skeet for all of the runs, and it it was nice because he gave me a lot of tips. Like, don't 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 worry about the casters as as much. Yeah. Like, make make sure the melee doesn't hit people. Like, where to pull different things. He 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 helped out a lot and. It, it it's me just running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Like, oh, get over here, over here. Oh, this guy's gonna taunt him. Oh, I got to shield bash him. Oh, oh, oh. And it was just, it was wild. So yeah. deep prod for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm deep prod with improved thunderclap. So I have a few things out of prod, but I mean my gear's like still tier three. So right now I'm still. I'm still I'm still slapping and not taking a ton of yeah, damage. It's just a lot of work. You have to <laughs> it is a lot that's, of that's work. What, that's the biggest issue with war here. It's just 
you can i feel like you can function in any especially i've done pretty much every heroic i can function in all of them it's just some of them take more effort <laughs> and I, that's i'm i'm a lazy player so i avoid the ones that take more effort yep yep and then um i have to retract something that i said last episode i said that i don't know about other alts like i'm sure potions is probably a little bit rougher but as for tailoring alts i i lied it's easy now i have two of i have i have two of them that are at 3 that are at 350 and have already done their cd's now i didn't they're level 60s so i didn't do the the shadow cloth but on our server shadow cloth is the smallest profit so i was like why because where you have to do sh do shadow cloth is at a specific altar, and to get there you have to pass level seventy mobs, a ton of horde, and it's just like I don't know that it's worth it. Like when I could just do, I could just do do moon cloth, and then two you know two spell cloth up in in, in netherstorm any place. But I've got that set up. I've crafted with them. It was actually pretty easy because and this is kind of news too, but the. I'm sure you guys have heard about it because every YouTuber's done the same the same video, and it's about hyper spawns in quest areas, and it has dr dropped the price of Nether Weave cloth from what it was a week ago, like eight gold a stack, to sometimes two gold a stack, but oftentimes three gold a stack, and so I was able to buy on each of the characters about. 80 to 100 stacks and that got me three 350 along with a ton of enchanting mats which are selling for a ton too so i've been making money hand over fist with that uh questing has made a ton of cash i've actually made enough that i've crafted both of my my spell strike head and my spell strike pants and i have almost all of my gear with the bis in in chance on them so it's uh it's been a good week for me. And then to end it out, I've been doing a ton. I've been catching up. I've got everything except for I need 1,500 more in Scenarian to get uh, my, my, my heroic keys for every dungeon. I've been hanging with, because Mel's been out of town, I've been hanging with the, the Bushy Bottom crew. He's, he's one of our tanks in 25-man in, in raid. He is a druid, but... We are killing rep. Basically, like, have you, you know, we talked about how cool it is to have a, a pally tank, but have you done a five man with a frost mage yet and yeah. two warlocks? So <laughs> I've done it with a mage, which is really awesome. And I know how great that can be. I've the only time I've had a mage and a warlock in my group was I thought they, I thought they were purposefully trying to sabotage our heroic it was the heroic mana or not heroic mana tubes heroic crypts which is like the easiest heroic there is and we would sap a mob and he would he would dot it up he would immolate it and break the sap and he was doing all this stuff and i was like if you do this again like i, I don't know what to tell you like we're gonna have to this is insanity like we're wiping on stuff because he's pulling extra stuff and i found out that he was actually just a bad player he wasn't being like a jerk and I, I started feeling <laughs> bad, you know, like there's sort of a difference between oh. like a good player who's purposefully doing annoying things in a dungeon and someone who is just trying their best and they're just not very good. So I started feeling bad yeah. and I was like, all right, we got to just take it slow. But that was also the day uh, that White Mane was disconnecting every day. So on Tuesday, uh, White Mane was disconnecting every 10 minutes, maybe every 20 minutes after the reset. 
And uh, it was unbelievably frustrating. We get sent back to the beginning of the dungeon, and then we would wipe because of uh, some of these oh, players wow. we were with. So I've not done a heroic with uh, with a frost mage and a warlock, but I want to. I want to just sit in the sidelines while you guys deal with everything. I'll just stand there waiting for the bosses to come. <laughs> I haven't done a, a a heroic with it yet. We've we've been just getting our our yeah. rep in 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 the level seventy dungeons, but basically. The tank will will run in, pull it in, pull an entire room, come come back, and then the the mage starts to do uh starts to do uh blizzard, and then we'll just two two warlocks will just throw out seed 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 seed, and then a few seconds later it goes pop 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 <laughs> pop and everything falls yeah, and you just get rep. I mean tons of rep. I don't know how well it will work in heroics. Very well. Uh, it probably does work good. It's basically the meta, I think, in heroics kiting right now, especially because a lot of tanks, even even I'm I'm not bissed out, but I have a lot of gear. Uh, I can stir still if I'm hitting hit by four mobs in a in particular heroics, I'll just go down instantly. The damage is is just too insane on some of these mobs. So in the past, CC makes sense, but now everyone is just kiting. There are a lot of options for kiting. You have um, if you have a mage, super easy. But we've had a rogues in our guild actually just shiving with crippling poison on, which is a seventy percent slow. So you can easily run circles around these things, and you just kite and kill everything. <laughs> a tank really is barely needed for trash because kiting is just so much better than just getting whacked on for like six k a hit. See, I feel like though in heroics we couldn't do what we're what we're doing in level seventy dungeons is taking like literally twenty five to thirty mobs. You yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't take all the mobs it, you would still just do like a pull or two at most but it still just like curbs that difficulty of you know you won't wipe with it it's just so much easier and simpler you don't have to have like a good tank it's nicer to, to, to kite nice nice all right well yeah I think I think that's probably it yeah just uh, I mean Mel and I as far as before she got out of town we got almost every quest done in every zone the last quest left we have a couple to to dot the i's across the t's in uh in Nagrand we're uh we're halfway through the uh the attune the attunement quest for for uh Black Temple and then we have all of blades edge mountain left and then we're pretty much done with all the quests nice. in the game and it's been a fortune of money so if you have a flying mount i would recommend questing even even the the slow mount because the reason it helps you so much is because you could just get to places you would have to fight through 30 bobs if you were on yeah foot. there's so many quests too that are just like go get this one thing from this one person and oh i'll just fly <laughs> i'll fly right there and get it although i haven't been questing very much i've been I've been doing a couple different things. I've, I'm like, I keep switching between my druid and my mage because I really want to AOE on my mage. <laughs> and the druid is, I want to get the druid up for the stealth runs and to start gearing it up as a tank. Uh, but I don't feel like doing any dungeons <laughs> because I just do so many dungeons on my warrior. Um, and I just, I'm not that experienced with druid. So I'm out there as a cat whacking things and it's cool. But I think to myself, like, on my mage, I can just kill everything at once. So I've been doing my mage a little bit. A good way I've been making money. I've been. I've, hmm? Well, I have a question for you on your mage. How are you working your mage up? Because just AOE. Uh, well, the 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 guy that I've been running within in, in dungeons. He's in our guild. His name is 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 Spellcheck. He was Raffle Dots 
R O F L dots be, uh, before, but he rerolled mage at a fraction of time just doing, um, just doing slave. Yeah, I have no interest uh, in doing slave, uh, slave pens. pens. I, I've I've talked oh, before okay. that I think that <laughs> abusing terrain to AOE is the most boring, un- stupidest thing that's in this game. It takes all the cool gotcha. part of mage AOE and turns it into just like brain dead basically like I, I i don't consider it exploiting but it, it just doesn't feel good whereas out in the world when you do an aoe pull you feel like a hero you know you're utilizing your kit and you're just like <laughs> this is amazing as opposed to just like jumping up and off a wall and maybe i'll do some slave pens once i get tired of leveling but uh, i'm making bank out in uh the lagoon in zangermarsh there are uh some like moss guys that are on the islands in the lagoon and they drop primal or motes of life. And you can do an AOE pack that's like huge. You can pull 12 mobs, I think, on each side. And they drop motes of life. And they drop unidentified plant parts and stuff like that. So I've been making money doing that. It's a little bit rough at have 60. You had any, have you had any problem with Horde? No, I haven't seen a single Horde at all. I had problems in Hellfire. So the reason I actually went to Zanger at 60, even though some of the mobs are 62. So you have to deal with resists and annoying stuff like that. Uh, the the normal like vulture farms that people do out in the world in Hellfire, there's just so much horde and and they'll gank you just for fun. They're not even doing the quest, so I was getting kind of annoyed. <laughs> and my main has a slow mount, so I can't even come to my own rescue very quickly. I'm oh, I'm like no. I'm like oh I'm coming, and ten minutes later I show up and the horde are gone. So I realized that that just wasn't gonna work. Um, so that's that's a lot of what I've been doing. I've been doing I haven't done any battlegrounds. I want to do some Eye of the Storm, but. I haven't re-rolled yet, so I'm not sure when uh, I'm going to do that. Just to let you know, battlegrounds are rough at the moment. I have a th- I have a theory on why. I just think that al- that alliance gives up way too easy because they have fast cues. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'll just take a mark and get in another game. And Hoarders is like, I'm going to take advantage of this because <laughs> I've been waiting forever for this. And the few that I've done, I've done a, a, a Rathy Basin, Eye of the Storm, and altric valley every altric valley i've done turned into a freaking turtle where the horde just really held us out of everything like i i was just trying to do it to get that 12 spell uh a spell damage gem to put in my head and man it was a slog to get six six k rep our our honor and so i hope the alliance gets their shit into gear but i don't yeah, know I man. Don't, it would, was, it's been rough it, that might i wouldn't look uh forward to that too much but hopefully we'll have a guild pre-made going in the next couple of weeks i'm sure people are going to want to get in there with with arena open now that'd be awesome yeah i've had no time to do arena also but i've been i've been focusing on profession so i got it my blacksmithing uh definitely can't afford my my maces yet uh my tank is just i'm just every every time i get a new item it's like hundreds of gold between enchants and gems and it's just uh, i'm just uh, constantly losing money <laughs> and i'm i really wish i had my druid high enough to do my stealth runs a little bit better for crips because at 60 you kind of lose out on a lot of ore in there because you get caught so much so i really have a lot of work to do uh, unfortunately i'm going on vacation over this next week so i will have not be doing too much work um but yeah i mean other than that we've we've been writing and uh that's that's what i've been up to awesome awesome well let's just move into that because we had a pretty amazing raid week across the board, Tuesday and Thursday. So jump into it. Yeah, so we were in different ones for Tuesday, I think. But um, there's actually, <laughs> I'm going to call Bob out a little bit here. We were, uh, so we're, we're in different groups. 
and uh we're going we're going way better everyone has so much more gear and even though there's still a couple new people in each group i'm sure um but kara is going super smooth we didn't wipe at all um going through like the normal we'll talk about nightbane at the end but going through the normal uh karazan minus nightbane was totally fine we wiped twice once at the very start because people weren't ready yeah and i was like oh and god shade. and then uh no we shade. didn't wipe on, we 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 wiped on uh i'm pretty sure it was trash i'm oh. not positive now that i'm thinking about it, but i think it was uh someone went afk i don't know i can't it's all running together I think you wiped after Curator, because this is yes. this is where I'm talking yes. about. I had your stream. I okay. just loaded your stream up before Curator. <laughs> I turn it on, and then <laughs> you say a line in the on on stream that's like, "We've got Corpse, who's an experienced Kara tank, unlike Yip, who's inexperienced, or something like that." Oh. And then I go, "We're speeding up." <laughs> And we, we I didn't You said it as a compliment to corpse, not as an insult to me, but I was like, yeah. we're speeding up. <laughs> and we were at the same point <laughs> at that point. And I was like, we're going. And we just started like speed pulling everything to go and beat your group. And we we're able to go all the way through. We do Nether Spite at the end. So we went through all the way to Prince and then back to Nether Spite. And we finished in two hours. We were super psyched about that. So I think you finished just barely after us. I don't think it was like a, a huge difference. But. It's, I believe, in all honesty, it was the same. We started fifteen to twenty minutes late yeah, started, because we, we had to figure out. Yeah, I was only measuring uh, our Wiccan. Yeah. yeah, Wiccan, who's now known as Sevatron, who's a list a a listener that joined our guild and next who always shows up, did a no-call, no-show, and so we thought he would show up a little bit late, but we were looking for people, and we ended up getting people, but it took some time, and luckily yeah. he's okay. He had a he had a death in the, the family, so our heart goes out to him, but... Yeah, I yeah, knew... It, um, it, we started a little late, but we, were, we flew. I knew you started late, though, but that was the problem. I knew you started later than us, but you were caught up to us at Curator, so I was like, he's right, though. <laughs> Like we are going slower because they caught up. We're on the exact same pulls. Uh, so I was like, Dude, we're, we're, we're going fast. It, then I saw you wipe after curator and I was like, okay, we got this. We're, we totally got this. But we had, <laughs> I mean, the a lot of the care groups took the first week, four hours, some even, I think some yeah. even almost or even a little longer than four hours. So cutting that I think down, our longest was four yeah. and a half, maybe. So cutting it down so much was actually really, really awesome. I was super happy. With all three groups, yeah, all too. three groups did an amazing. Like all three groups were just uh, were just a little over two hours, yeah. which is a huge jump yeah. from the from the week prior. I mean, it's unreal how good the teams work together. That's a, I mean, that's a hats off to the officers and putting the teams together, like. It's great. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a big thing too. Like we're mixing up people. We just the quality. I it's like the same people, but I just feel like the quality of our guild and TBC is so strong. I don't know if it's because forty mans are just so hard to deal with, but everyone's just really been killing it. Like really, everyone has been coming together, doing a great job, um, and that was reflected on Tuesday and also Thursday. But before we go to Thursday, since we finished Kara in two hours and we had somebody who was attuned for Nightbane. Ooh. We decided to go try Nightbane out, <laughs> and uh, Nightbane is really difficult. Uh, so he trucks like crazy. If you get crushing, you're just gonna die pretty much. So um, that that un is pretty unfortunate. Uh, but we were able to 
sort of manage the 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 aerial phase. I feel like maybe I need to watch a few more people do it. It just is super chaotic. Skeletons start flying down from the sky. There's a ton of AOE damage going out. We at one point, I guess, walked too far away from Nightbane and he started insta-killing us with this rain of fire that he does if you are out of position. And none of us were just that experienced with Nightbane. So it was it was kind of a mess getting it all together. But worst of all, Nightbane, I don't know if he's bugged or if I think he's bugged because I've I've seen feedback. They fixed well. He, he was for sure bugged where he would just end the encounter and just and yep, just fly still off. Happening. But that's I supposedly that it's in the notes. But supposedly that was fixed just the just like a, a day or two ago. I have seen. I c- it could be wrong. I've seen people saying it's still happening. I don't know if that's true or not. Hopefully it's not because even on our good attempts, he would fly away, which. We only really had one good attempt. We uh, we swapped. Uh, we totally swapped um, what we were doing. We basically were stacking for the aerial phase to figure out uh, just to make sure that no one was getting cut off by the skeletons. Uh, and then we would just kind of run across. And I don't know. It was it was tough, but we figured out a good way to do it. We got him to 40 percent and then he flew away. He just uh. flew away at 40 percent. And uh I don't know if that we would have killed him that time, but it, at that point, if it is fixed, we'll we'll try again next week. But if it's not fixed, there's no point in trying it. Um, so that was unfortunate. But Nightbane was difficult. You definitely want some gear and you might even want to like set up a Karazhan specifically to kill Nightbane. People who need it a lot. And then I, I hear melee. A lot of hunters. Good. Hunters are really good. Um, I hear melee are very good as well, too, for it. Uh, but yeah, things that can live through that second aerial phase uh, is, is pretty important. But then we get Thursday, and last week we were able to get Grolls down without too much trouble. I, th- I thought that it wasn't too big of a deal. We wiped a couple times on each boss, uh, but then Mac Theradon ended up being an absolute nightmare. <laughs> it was really hard. Nine attempts, and also in the guild, the the, the legend grows, because Kim was talking to me, it was like, yeah, man, Sev told me you guys were working on Mag for four hours. I was like, dude, no, two hours, yeah, man. Yeah, we, not we, not four hours. Yeah, we actually hard cut off. Um, I don't even think it was a full two hours. It, it might have been like you know two hours forty five something like that, or one hour forty five minutes, something like that, the first week. But we did. We probably could have gotten Mike Theradon down if we extended raid and and all that. But uh, we did a hard cut off because it was kind of clear that a little bit more gear was going to make it so much easier anyway. Um, the real challenge is the phase one where you have all those channelers out and you have to just get them down before Mac Theradon comes uh, out of his like banishment. Uh, so this was the first time on our first attempt, we were able to get those channelers down, I think, entirely before Mac Theradon came out or maybe entirely yeah. for sure. And yeah, they they were down and we're like, OK, what do we do now? We're like waiting for a second. And we're like, <laughs> oh, Mag's not out yet. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was nice. <laughs> and then my, I guess, based my maybe my my expert shield block pressing combined with my extra gear. The first time we did my Theradon, my my health was super spiky. I was going down to like twenty percent pretty often, uh, and I was kind of worried. But uh, this time, not a problem at all. My health, I maybe had one close call for the entire my Theradon part. Um, but again, I'm I'm blown away that our guild has just been on top of the interrupt part like to me i thought that was going to be our hardest part we've always kind of struggled same we always sort of struggled with 
with mechanics in vanilla, we just didn't have that many mechanics to do. So it never really mattered. But people have been really on top of it. We, we ended up making a map uh, with a list of everyone who was going to click each thing, which I think is, is pretty useful. Yeah, shout out to Heart to, to Harskar. He came with a beautiful map that was even pleasing to the eye. It was perfect to have up. I knew exactly where I was going to be. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, we even had a backup person. So if for some reason someone died or missed it, someone else was ready to go to, to click. And we just totally nailed the Blast Novas again, which we did last week as well, too. I think I mentioned I was already proud of us for uh, being able to, to do go that far. Uh, they fixed the Blast Nova issue so that you don't have to like wait for a Blast Nova to go out at 30% and then push them into the next phase. Uh, so we didn't have to worry about that. And we just blasted them down. And we have some insane players. We are doing some s insane damage. The Hunters and the Warlocks uh, and even the Shamans, too, hitting like 1k DPS and just totally destroying Magtheridon. We didn't need Heroism except for the beginning is when we used it. We totally didn't need it on Mag himself. It was great. It was nuts because we had such higher deep DPS. The in the infernals became kind of a non a non a non factor. I had to banish one, but that's it. I didn't even have to. I didn't even have to 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 fear one. I only saw two up at any one time yeah. because we were burning so fast and. It was awesome too because we had an like the locks got a lot of help this uh, this week because we had an uh, an uh, affliction lock, which uh, which gives in, in improved curse of elements. So all of the locks could do curse of doom, which is a ton. Wow. Like on a on a long fight like that, that's twenty percent of our of our DPS. Wow. So yeah, I mean it's it's huge. And then on top of that. Uh, they have something else that like makes mobs and bosses do less physical damage, I think, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like five percent less physical damage. I I don't know if it's curse of weakness or or what what it is they put on, but uh, that's very good too. And that actually might have been a, a factor in uh, my Theradon not doing as much damage to me and not being as spiky. Uh, shout out to F to to FJ. He's been. An, an amazing lock all through classic, but his, you know, his class was, you know, was kind of, you know, not the best in classic. He got a 99 parse and just killed it that fight. Yeah. So big shout out to him. Huge parse. Rest of us got purple parses, but uh, also our on uh, on King, uh, 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 Vizal used to be Vi Viscount, got a 97 parse. Yeah. So big, big, big shout out to those serious guys. Pumpers, and this is what I was saying. Like, we've really been killing it in, in every aspect. I think that I don't, obviously, I still need this time before phase two comes out, but I'm really excited to see what we do in phase two. I feel like our roster isn't just 25 strong. We've got like 30 to 35 people who are all really on top of their classes. They're they're on top of getting their gear that they needed outside of raid. But even despite that, they're they're excellent players. They're they're doing the rotations great, but they're also doing mechanics really great as well, too. So um, this week went great. We did have a wipe on Grohl. Uh, some of these <laughs> some of these ranged shattered each other and killed half the raid <laughs> right at the uh, end. Dude, I, so, OK, so on the first on the first attempt. I I freaking like I had range fifteen up, but it wasn't working. Like you can even see it on on stream, yep. and I'm like, 
I thought I was good, but I guess I was like right next to uh, to to Vizal, who was like on the cliff. Like I went back to when like watched it later, and he was like, "But you saw me right there." So the next, uh, the so the next attempt, I turned on, uh, I turned on friendly uh, name uh, uh. nameplates, just so I'd be like. But that time range worked. Either way, though, I still tried to run away from the boss. Forgot I could run in and. I killed someone else, and so I, I just sucked that. I did good on the other two fights, but I sucked that fight. I'm, as long I'm sorry, as we guys. Get it down, yeah. Everything, everything went down pretty easily, though. Even that girl that where we all died because of that. Uh, it was clear we were going to get it down, and then the next time we did. So, uh, twenty five mans. I think we've got. I think we've got everything down. We're going to keep rotating people in and out. I'm sure. Uh, get everybody experience in there. Uh, four warlocks felt good, but like you said, n- not a lot of infernals came out. But even if they had, we had four warlocks that night, so I think we would have been okay. Uh, even if more infernals did yep. come out on Mike Theradon, so uh, really we've been crushing it. We've got three strong care groups with extras. Like I said, we've been rotating people out, so we've got like thirty-five people strong, and uh, I'm just having a blast in raid for TBC. It's it's been a really good time in there. Yeah, it's it's been a blast. Our guild is really strong. Our leadership's strong. I I just I I feel blessed, and I'm just happy that I was part of it from the very <laughs> beginning. It just makes me happy. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into <laughs> Time for the news. So first off, just a little F FYI, free uh, free character tra- transfers are back up and running. Um, it is Feralita to Inc- Incendius, all characters Horde and Alliance. Feralita to Scarum, all characters. Mankirk to Westfall, Horde only. Mankirk to Windseeker, hold Horde only. White Mane to Anthema, Horde only. And White Mane to Thunderfury, Horde only. Please, Horde, I love you guys as people, but I would like to not have to run into you all the time and fight you off of everything I'm doing. So if you don't mind transferring off, uh, I don't mind if you go. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> all of you. It's been a struggle out there. Yeah, I was waiting for your like angry horde remarks or something. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's just a lot of horde, <laughs> and I, I told the story of, of I mean, we st- we're still we're not as bad as Phase Two, but the Alliance are weak willed, me included, I'm sure. <laughs> Where it's just we're they the horde are willing to be savage and just engage on people. The Alliance like they want to feel it out first. Like, can we can we both coexist? Can we both do this quest? But no, the horde never want to. I okay. I will say though, for the most part, I'd say a good seventy percent of the time, we coexist. Mel and I yeah. have even helped horde with other with other group quests. It's actually pretty cool. But then when someone messes with with Mel and I, I'm not PvP spec'd. But right now, without re, re resilience, I could blow people up with yeah. the gear that I cur- currently have and. 
we will blow people straight the bleep up. Like, <laughs> and we will come back and we will camp them for a second. And I add them to my kill on 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 on, on site list. Like, I only add people that jump us while we're questing. And whew, yeah, if you're on that that list, I'm gonna hear and I'm coming after you, especially on Blazing Bob once I get him worked up too. As a, so, as a prot warrior, you. there's not much I can do against level 70s. Yeah, I, I live really well. So if I'm trying to get into an instance or something, it's fine. But there's not a lot I can do. But I mentioned that sometimes I bring my warrior out to help my mage or druid. And sometimes just out of anger, I'll get into fights with the horde. I know that I was just saying that only the horde aggress, but this is me aggressing after I get ganked. Um, but it feels like I'm fighting a bunch of like toddlers. Have you ever heard the thing like how many toddlers can 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 you Dude, beat up? Some of them are really bad. But like I'm like if they're level, they'll be like level 61, 62 at most, and I'm level seventy <laughs> in raid prot gear, and I just have so much health, and they're all just beating on me, and I'm just shield bashing them off me, and I'm I'm swinging my sword That's and awesome. killing them one at a time, and it's pretty funny, but they usually end up getting me, and once they do, I'm like, all right, time to time to go back. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I should give a caveat and give most of the credit to me being able to dumpster hoard <laughs> in the open world to Mel. I mean, she's amazing at staying alive when these people try to kill her, and they're trying to kill her first, and I'm just over here. She'll pop a shield on on me, and even if one's on me, I'm just free casted and like hitting like 3K freaking incinerates, <laughs> and oh man, it's it is hilarious, fearing and. We've actually had really good luck in the open world, but that is mostly attributed to Mel. I want to give credit where credit is due. Tip your healers, folks. Yeah, but the main point is uh, still get off our server. You're welcome to transfer. <laughs> it's open to you. Hey, re-roll if you'd like. I heard you have bad cues. Come on over to Alliance. We'll welcome you as long as you uh, kill the horde for us. <laughs> All right. Well, so the next thing, uh, it's a little just first analysis of DPS in both Karazhan and uh, and Gruul's Lair. And this is from Warcraft Logs. It's by no means like fact, but it is the only thing we have to go by. It's people who log raids. And it only takes one person to log a raid for all the people to show up in there. So at the top of the list for, for Gruul's Lair is... Beast Master Hunter by quite a bit. Like they Top of are list for everything. Let's just throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then right after that is Destruction Lock. And then right after that is Deem is Demonology Warlock. And I've been trying to tell everybody in the guild, like demonology is pretty good. It's just a lot more work. You have to get scrolls for your mm. pet, like you have to control your pet. On different mechanics, you have to pull your pet out, put him back in. It's just a lot more work, but it really, it really shines. And for anybody who doesn't have a ton of gear, like it's really good. Like, but it's actually third on the list for for Gruul's Lair. Then what surprised me is the next two, Survival Hunter and Marks Marksmanship Hunter, are the next two on the list. Yeah. Like Hunter broken right now. Yeah, I mean, I think we knew hunters and warlocks were were what's up, but uh, when you look at how every of the every one of their specs is performing well, uh, affliction warlock's the only one that's sitting around mid tier, but they do bring a lot of utility, like we were just talking about. And then mid tier is still very strong. Like the percentile of damage is not that much different 
Uh, so yeah, hunters and warlocks have are have completely ruled this. But what surprised me is what's next, which is arcane mage seems to be performing really well. It's actually second in Karazhan, and it's it's you know mid to high tier for yeah. uh and Grohl. I'd always heard that it took tier five uh, to make them useful because T five is when they get that super good yep. set bonus where arcane blast reduces their it reduces the mana cost of arcane blast. So. I'm surprised, but that's really cool. Mages are able to perform really well. We barely have mages right now, but <laughs> they're all coming online, and uh, I, I can't wait to see uh, what they can do as well, too. Is there anything on here that shocks you? Well, okay, so I, I want to touch on the arcade mage thing because I thought that was crazy when North on Countdown to Classic kept drumming it in that arcade mage is, is yeah. still good in, in T4. And he himself wasn't even positive it would be higher than than fire. But it looks like he was right with flying colors. So big ups yeah, to him. Yeah, that's, like that's, that's crazy. Actually, yeah, that's a really great prediction. <laughs> What's surprising to me is that Fury Warrior is quite a bit higher than Rogue. And I didn't expect Shadow Priest to be as high as it is. I th- I was under the impression that they were a mana battery that did you know, mid to lowish DPS. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt the same way, but um, they are, they are pumping pretty hard. They're definitely mid tier uh, on here. And again, the mid tiers, they're all very, very close to each other. The standouts are the hunters and warlocks and everyone else is pretty close together. The, the only class that I would say is really stunted at the bottom, I would say is Druid. It looks like Feral and Balance are both toward the bottom with a pretty big gap even between them and like Rhett Paladins. Um, but from Rhett Paladin up on this, it seems like everyone is doing um, reasonably well. It seems like is if you're a solid player, you'll be able to perform not as good as a Hunter or Warlock, but as good as anybody else would. One thing that kind of made me happy, and you know, it's selfish reasons, but all throughout Classic, I was always upset about not having dual spec because... Fury was trash in PvP and Arms was trash in PvE. And so, you know, I'd have to respec. But Rogues were able to do hybrid specs that performed very well in both PvE and PvP. But now, you sub-Rogues, you're at the very bottom on both lists and you're feeling it now. I've been hearing the Rogues complain about respecking, and I'm just like, Oh, okay. Now, yeah, now they get you it. see what I was talking about. It's by a regional, like a pretty reasonable margin too. So just some of these, it, it looks like, uh, it looks like combat rogues perform somewhat like close to almost forty percent better than a subtlety rogue. So those are the kind of numbers that it's kind of hard to justify bringing that in if you're trying to come with your PvP spec. Unfortunately, uh. But, I mean, they can still turn invisible, so Combat Rogue might still be okay in a battleground. <laughs> Turning invisible is pretty overpowered. <laughs> yeah, if if you're just taking one Rogue, I don't think the raids could have mind if you're just staying... Like, if you want to be PvP-focused, then you're only really bringing one one Rogue to a 20, to a 25-man lots of the times. You know, when you're doing it like the 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 best way you can so you know like maybe that's you know a happy in between you get to raid every other week you know with the 25 bands but you get to be pvp all the time i i, I don't know yeah. but the, yeah one caveat oh yeah, sorry go ahead we gonna say i was just gonna say one caveat to this list and i want everybody to take it to heart is that 
most groups and most raids are going to build towards the like they're going to set up groups towards the casters it's just the it's just the smarter play because of of mechanics so the majority of this list are probably not people capitalizing on the power of melee they're probably not giving all the shaman buffs like you'll look at my first streamed raid of kara where i had no help from anything uh and i'm doing like average of like 600 to 700 dps on on bosses then you look at the next kara where i'm getting a shaman i'm getting all all the help all the buffs and all of a sudden i'm doing 1.2k dps on bosses and so it's very different if you the way you set up groups is huge and i do think that when speed runs come around especially for Kara and stuff i think melee cleaves are going to show you a lot different than what this list shows yeah. so i just wanted to put that caveat out there i'll add i'll add another caveat because it's this is this is just the fact that that some of the lower tier on here actually probably do perform better if you're a good player because something that this isn't accounting for is so mctheridon and girls layer you see subtly way at the bottom they're not performing well but you have to think in week like two basically three if you if you were able to do mac and girl week one uh, but this is really the third week that you'd be able to do mctheridon and girl how many guilds are letting a subtlety rogue come if you're doing these dungeons and if they are, yeah. they probably don't have very fast boss kill times. So you have all this kind of bias where if they're bringing these specs that really shouldn't be there, then that group as a whole is going to perform less. So like when you look at these broad ranges, what I want to know is how many subtlety rogues are even accounted for on here compared to combat rogue. You know, how many, how many marksmanship hunters are on here and the people who are playing marksmanship they could be the best of the best who think that they can you know they can do it as marksmen you know like there's all these sort of biases where if you don't have the actual amounts of people which you can do this on your own and go look on warcraft logs and find out this information but everyone is probably a little bit closer if you're a good player you can make some of these work a little bit better like frost mage being a little bit behind fire mage if you're a good player it wouldn't surprise me if frost mage can perform just as good as fire mage so there are some inherent biases within this kind of data set we do have some really good rogues like we mm -hmm. took two rogues to the last 20 25 man i'm looking at them they parsed you know like in 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 the high 80s like you know they're Definitely, they parsed uh, like 10 levels higher than their eye level yeah. parse, which is pretty impressive. That What that shows you is that they are performing above the average people with their gear. And so, you know, they're still worthwhile. And I think you're going to see a lot of huge numbers come uh, speed, uh, speed runs time. So, yeah, this is very much not like Vanilla was where... Even some of these worst specs are still doing good enough where before there were definitely some DPS specs that you just could not bring whatsoever. Ret, Ret Pally and yeah. Boom Kid all the way at the very bottom under the healers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's move on next to the, the hot fixes for June 14th. Now, is there any of these that you wanted to pull out? Like I thought about – I'm, I'm going to do it for Mel, but – Priest Prayer of Mending now dis displays on the raid style party frame. So yes, Prayer of Mending is definitely raid. Yeah, what um what is actually pretty interesting. I hadn't thought about this sort of thing, but I saw some discussion on this. Uh, 
Eye of the Storm was fixed in a way <laughs> where the flag capture no longer grants bonus honor. And I heard Horde complaining about this because that was a great source of honor for them because of their super long queues. They would just just focus on capping the flag over and over and over again. And it was kind of changing the yeah. eye of the storm meta. So they ended up making it worth not any honor. And I'm seeing a lot of pushback saying that, OK, that's cool. And it kind of changes the way the game gets played. But how else can we get on <laughs> if our queues are an hour long? <laughs> yeah, well, and sometimes like they would just cap one tower and yep. just do the flag. So they'd have their whole team there doing the flag. And it takes the longest. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, but uh, Heart, uh, Harskar and our guild Discord had a great life hack for all the horde complaining about otter. He said, when you're there at the character select screen, you can just click alliance. Yep. That's how I feel. Bada bing, bada boom. I had to give some pushback. Uh, <laughs> I totally agree that when you, everyone knew horde queues were going to be longer. Everybody knew this. That was a factor in your decision to make when you decided what faction you wanted to be. I see people who re-rolled a horde complaining about queue times who, when they were alliance in in vanilla. Give me a break. <laughs> like you have to consider all of these factors when you are choosing what faction you want to be on. So if yep. you wanted your superior ra superior racials, you want to be the best PvP class, well, or race, well, then you're gonna have to get the negatives with that. So I'm seeing so yep. many people just freaking out about these long queue times. I think that the disparity is a little bit much. I've seen some people saying that for um, Alliance, they're able to get almost 2K honor per hour and Horde get like 500 honor per hour. Closing that gap, I don't think would be a problem, but Horde should get less than us. Like I've seen people are calling for yeah. mercenary mode. People are calling so if Horde can fight Horde or Horde can play with Alliance and fight Horde. Ridiculous. You made your decision. You knew the queues would be long. And now that, that's just the consequence of making that choice. I I will tell you though, I wouldn't mind. Like I'm on a different fence than you. I wouldn't mind mercenary mode at all. Like I, I like I feel like Arena does that. Like I wouldn't mind it at all. But I'm just saying the smart horde players banked 75k honor and as many marks in everything that they could get at the time, and that was the smart play because our, our Arena crews are still going to be pretty inst instantaneous. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's I mean it's really just on you if you if you re-rolled horde like I do not feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just silly to complain about it now when one, you knew they had longer queues cuz they did in vanilla, well classic vanilla, and you knew people would re-roll to horde. <laughs> like we all we all knew this was a thing. So it's just silly to see people trying to fix things that I mean maybe this discussion would have made sense prior to it happening but now that it's happening everyone just wants to complain about it i don't know i'm just not i'm not a fan uh, but again yeah. the disparity is a little bit too big i will say i don't know about mercenary mode but if if you know allowing the flag to be captured over and over again will give them a little more honor per hour or something i'm, I'm okay with some changes because fi 500 honor an hour or something like that with a pre-made that is rough <laughs> that is really really yeah. rough I don't feel bad for him, but at the same time, I would not mind at all if Horde was able to fight Horde and everybody had the same queue times. The only problem that I do have with it is that it just would incentivize more people to go Horde if they wanted to, and I don't think that's healthy for the game. So actually, I just talked myself <laughs> out of it. No, 
you just stick with your long queue times. We warned you on <laughs> on this show months ago when when Def Camp was on. So sorry, not sorry. All right. So the last thing I wanted to just tell people is the jewel crafting design patterns for Don Julio's heart and Crimson Sun are now available on the consortium vendors. I believe that is the trinket that gives forty percent. No, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I don't know what the trinket is, but I'm sure if anybody knows about it, there now it's now it's there for you. So sorry. In other news, the world bosses have showed up: Doom Lord Kazik and Doom Walker. I knew it immediately because I went to go do stuff in. Uh, in Hellfire Peninsula, and he was just screaming at the top of his lungs <laughs> forever, un- annoyingly. I was like, would someone just kill him? But they're in the game now. Yeah, I uh, I wonder about that. Uh, I don't even know who went out and got these kills. Uh, we certainly didn't even try. I don't know if we will attempt it. In, in actual uh, vanilla, we didn't even attempt a single world boss a single time. <laughs> so... That uh, that was rough. I would love to try to get a kill of Kazak and Doomwalker. I would too. And the difference is, is that they did come out and specifically make it so the world bosses would only spawn on one layer. Yeah. But now they're going to spawn on multiple layers. The only problem I have with it is they spawn on multiple layers at the same time. Now, if they spawned at different times, it would make the coalitions that that watch those a lot less accurate and put a lot more work on them to do that, giving us more opportunity to try to get one down. So if you're listening, I, that change would be good. Like randomly split them up. Yeah. Well, I just hope we get a kill. It'd, it'd be nice just to experience part of that content. And I feel like our guild's strong enough that we'll definitely get the, the bosses down if we give them a try. So. Yep. Same, same. So, uh, the Burning Crusade Classic Arena Season 1 has started. So anybody looking forward to that, you can jump right in now, twos, threes, or fives. Yeah, yeah. Then the only thing, I, I think we mentioned it before, but they did retract. They listened to Bob as Bob cried about how hard it would be to get your, your arena gear if it has rating requirements on it. Now it's just the shoulders and the weapon, which is fine. I'm not, you know, I wasn't a huge proponent of the other thing, but shoulders are 2K, weapon is 1850. Um, I have no frame of reference of how difficult that is. I have not even stepped into arena yet, uh, but it, it's it's cool that there is some requirement. People aren't going to get free weapons, uh, at least. So I'm, I'm pretty OK with that, having the rating for sure. Um, but it's definitely worth it to go test it out. Go try out some arena. Minimally, get a fives team going. Try to try to win a couple of games, and you'll that should help hopefully maximize how much like a non PvP can get in arena. We should totally are, do. Do you have a threes team? I do not have a threes team. I don't have any team. <laughs> I think just for a week or two, you, me, and Mel should really do oh, yeah. just a. Just a PVE spec threes team, just to joke around and until you get your your thundercrafted and everything up to date. I do have despair. All right, I can whip out despair. It's not too shabby. I can, uh, I can, I can pull that. Well, I was just saying it'd be, yeah. be be kind of a fun thing to do for a couple weeks over the weekend. Do 10, 10 games on a threes yep. team for the pod and talk. It's about definitely it. worthwhile. Uh, doing your games because even if you don't think you really need the arena gear right now 
you're, you just don't miss a week, you know, get get a little bit of MMR. I think they they increased how much you get at different ratings. So you don't even need to go all the way up to fifteen hundred. Yeah. So just try to get as high you as you even can. get. Sorry, you even get points if you're at yeah. zero and you lose all 10 games. So I was blown away by the amount of people I've talked to in our guild that are like, I'm not going to mess with that. I'm like, dude. It's like maybe an hour or less to do 10 yep. games a week and you'll get like a piece of gear every three to four weeks. And they're like, yeah, I don't care. But with like the small drops and everything and have to do, you know, have to, to re reserve stuff like you could use that as as fill in gear for the stuff that just has it dropped for you. So I just don't get why people aren't willing to do that it it, it, it was bizarre to me because in tbc original everybody what you don't want to do is even if you don't think you need it now what you don't want to do is in two weeks from now be like oh no they rewrote the bis list and and the you know the arena pants are actually the glad pants are actually really good for me and then you just missed out on free arena yeah. points you could have gotten it, get a five-man group with your guild threes is fine too but get a five-man group Go lose 10 if you have to. I don't throw them. Give it give it your honest shot. It's fun. Arena's fun. You only have to play 10. Don't go, don't go tanking. Uh, but give it your your honest shot, even if you're PvE spec. Win a couple, lose a couple, get your arena points. It, it's just a fun way to blow an hour, hour and a half. And uh, you might regret later not doing this. Yeah, definitely. So I I would recommend to everybody just do it. All right. So the next thing that's on our list is the hot fixes for June 15th. They've been just, they've been on it, man. Yeah. Like I'm so impressed with the classic team. Like this is so different from when classic first came out and it just went radio silent after the launch. And I am so happy, but did any of these jump out to you? Yeah. I, I was this the problem with Paladins? So Paladins are having threat problems. This is paladins who mm -hmm. are defeated in Netherstorm or Tempest Keep Dungeons and Resurrect automatically will once again generate threat with their periodic abilities. So was that what was causing the problem? The automatic yes. res? That is bizarre. I never would have thought that that it's, was the reason. Yeah, and so that is that is that has been fixed. Like they did acknowledge it. I didn't put this in the notes, but they did acknowledge there was a problem uh like yeah. a day or two prior. And it, it it did take some work on on them, but they did get it fixed. That's very interesting. Very cool. Yeah, that's the big one. Uh, we had some paladins uh, who were running into that problem. Uh, Corpse let me know <laughs> about his his <laughs> his fun times in. Uh, you know what's funny is it wasn't it was in Tempest Keep Dungeons that this was happening in that it started happening in oh, for him man. where he would go in. They were waiting until moms were at like seventy five percent health just from consecration and they still were ripping healers were ripping off of the consecration so it was pretty That's shocking nuts. for them uh i'm sure i would have been freaking out i would have been like wow i guess i just am awful at the game suddenly i i've been a it's like imposter syndrome like it's been a fluke this whole time that i've been able to hold aggro <laughs> i'm actually horrible <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but Corpse is like, no, yeah. this is not Corpse right. Corpse is like, uh, calculating this threat does not make any sense at all. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, and then jumping right to the next thing is the hot fixes for June 17th, two days later. Is there anything in there 
that well we talked about the blast kind of wave you. yeah the blast wave um, which was uh or the blast nova which is a good fix it was kind of buggy but the other thing is the shade of iran dragon breath so this was happening to a hunter in our guild blunder he was getting super frustrated because every time we did shade dragon's breath would just instantly kill him and he was like i guess i just need to be healed more i don't know what's going on no one else is dying from it why is it <laughs> happening to me every time and uh, it turns out that shade of ron's dragon breath was dealing more damage than intended uh so i the other only other person who had experienced this i think was another hunter so i wonder if there was some interaction going on about like the distance or threat or something where something was going on but uh, a couple of hunters were getting sniped on Shade of Iran. We had a 97 time speed on Shade of Iran in our group uh, on Tuesday, and that was with <laughs> so first Blunder's pet got stuck in the door, so it didn't come into the room. Oh, no. Then he got one shot by Dragon's Breath, and we we're like, okay, <laughs> I guess uh, we still we still crushed it. So poor, that was poor Blunder. That was good. Uh, so in. Like other news, I'm going to tell you this, but I'm telling you it for a different reason. I just want people to know about this this title. So fixed an issue where the title champion of the Nauru would be repeatedly granted to players who earned it. Now, this title is if you complete the Black Temple uh, attunement quest now. Now, in original TBC, it was re-granted to people in, in uh, 4.0. It was 4.2 or 4.3 that had completed the quest prior to Black Temple opening up. We don't know how it's going to go this time around. So if you want that title, because it was no longer uh, available in World of Warcraft after that point, huh. if you want that title, you probably want to go down to Shadowmoon of Shadowmoon Valley and do that quest chain. Now, I'm not going to tell you the whole quest chain. It's a long thing. But if you Google it or look for it on on YouTube, there will be plenty of guides telling you exactly what to do. And you should definitely do it because it is a pretty cool title. I like titles. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, since I don't have any on the, on the lock. <laughs> I have Sergeant Major. Nice. Well... Sergeant Major Lock, dude. I hate to even admit it, but as a master sergeant on my main character, I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> I have uh, I have Knight Lieutenant on Blazing Bob. I don't know what rank that was, but something Knight Knight Lieutenant. All right, so the next thing is something we were talking about in raid last night. There was a bug for a short time where Arena Season 2 rings were available for honor on the, on the, uh, on the, on the, uh, the, oh my God, I can't talk, on the vendor. And it looks like they caught it pretty quick because of people saying things. There was 81 people who purchased one of the three rings. They immediately went to work on it, starting to take the rings away and refund the honor. So... If you got that ring, you probably don't have it now unless you fell through the cracks. And if you did, I'd be quiet about it because they will come take it. <laughs> or put in a ticket and get your refund <laughs> instead of them. They're going to ban you for exploiting a month later. They'll be like, oh, they'll be like hey, maybe, how yeah. do you still have this temp ban for a week? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, yeah that's, maybe be careful. Maybe I wasn't careful. sure about this because I, we had I briefly mentioned 
maybe last week how I saw there was a paladin with like full gladiator gear uh, that was circling around that I think was just a hoax altogether. And then I saw this and I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if this is real or not either. Like, I have no idea what's real. Everything seems to be broken. They're fixing it all pretty quickly, but but TBC definitely has a lot of uh, of ironing out every time something launches. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, yep, I guess chat's mad because we're not using Blunderbussy's full name. <clears throat> yes. Sorry, Blunderbussy. Yes, Blunderbussy. It's, it's, like, it's like being like a Blunderbuss. When you have characteristics of a Blunderbuss, you are Blunderbussy. Yeah, we, we, we make nicknames for everybody, so sorry about <laughs> that, but it's probably not going to change. <laughs> All right, so in the next piece of news, we have something. We have, we have something very special for you. So, oh, they, uh, you know, Blizzard announced a Blizzard funded TBC tournament, and it's going to be, uh, well, you know what? We're just going to let you hear from Blizzard themselves. We're, we're going to let them tell you what this is all about. And that is coming up right now. All right, we are here with some very special guests. We have Anthony Vitali, aka AV. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey, Bob. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic and super excited to have you here. We are also joined by Jess Dowdy, aka Thist. How are you doing? Welcome back. Not back to this show, but I've had you on two other shows prior. Welcome back. You have. Uh, thank you. It's great to be back. I missed you so much. We have missed you too. Uh, so, so, so Thist, you know, we've hung out a lot of different E events, different, uh, BlizzCons, different, um, over Overwatch League E events. We've got to know each other pretty well and she is a good friend and we are happy to have her on the show. Thank you. I'm glad you didn't bring up anything that happened at those events. No, no, like no. Talk about that. that. <laughs> those are uh, basically that's how you keep friends. Is you know what happens at yeah. BlizzCon stays at BlizzCon. Just know we're blood bonded for life. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yep, yep. But we are here to talk about some other stuff. So we're going to talk about the the TBC esports event coming up. But first off, like we do on this show, we always like to get to know our guests just a little bit before we start. So let's get to know AV. So give us a little background on your WoW hist history and you know what you currently do in WoW, whether it be classic or retail. Sure. Uh, so hey, Warcraft Reloaded. I'm AV. I am uh, an esports manager on the WoW esports team. Uh, my history in WoW actually goes back to all the way to the friends and family alpha of the original vanilla game. I had a wow. friend who, a couple of friends, they were brothers who had a friend who worked at Blizzard. And so one of them let me play on his account during the uh, friends and family alpha. And I went from a shooter player from that time immediately to a WoW player. So geez, all the way back in 2004 was uh, when I first got into WoW. And um, I've played every expansion uh, since. Uh, I've worked at Blizzard for a long time. We can get into that in a bit. But since then, I've uh, gotten really into Classic WoW. Uh, during the vanilla version of Classic, I leveled 12, level 60s. 12. Right now I'm working, yeah, right now I'm working on uh, 
level 70 number two. So we, we're, we're deep in the classic now that uh, Burning Crusade is out. That is awesome. And Friends and Family in Vanilla, that was back when they sent actual CDs too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had to, uh, and that's why I had to play at my friend's house. And I probably wasn't even allowed to, to be honest, but um, it was a night elf. And I remember staying home from school that day just to have a chance to uh, play with my friend who who also had access at the time. <laughs> cough, cough, mom, I'm sick. Not feeling so Best good. Best friend ever. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so... You said you got really into classics. So were you like me where you're like, well, I'll play it a little bit, you know, get to 40, maybe get to 60 over a long period of time, but then just get sucked in? Because that's what happened to me. Uh, I know that a few of my friends definitely played that way. But for me personally, I was definitely getting uh, this second chance to do everything that I tried to do back when I was in high school, um, when Burning Crusade, oh, sorry, when a classic originally came out. And grinding things like honor ranks was just not a possibility for me back in the day. And so I knew that I had a couple of goals in mind. I wanted to get at least a full set. So I, I got champion on two characters at the same time because I had two accounts and I figured I'd be spending the time to get one character to rank 10. I figured I'd do the other as well. So I was going ham um, because I felt like this was my chance to finally do it the right way. Yeah, we've 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 heard that a lot. I, you know, I'm a boomer. I'm a little bit older. I was, you know, college like when it first came out. But a lot of people that I know were, you know, really young, and they're like, I just never got to do any of the things I want. Like Ryan. Yeah, I was 12 years old. Uh, I've told it on the podcast before, but just so you guys know, I think I was 60 before I knew agility made my hunter do more damage. I think <laughs> I made it all the way up meleeing with random <laughs> boes. It was a rough time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you, it's good to base how you pick gear when when it just looks cool. Generally, is a good good motto. I was I was excited for level forty for the green iron mail, which is strength gear. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I I mean I was in college and I still went to like level forty before before realizing that you know you shouldn't be wearing an agility sword as a mage. So you know we all we all made mistakes. Yeah, we've been there. Oh, man. But so, okay. Uh, why don't you let us know when you started working for, for Blizzard and kind of a little bit of what you do at Blizzard. Sure. So uh, I actually worked at Blizzard for a brief time in 2007 when Burning Crusade was out. I was a contractor as a game master. Um, then in 2010, right before Cataclysm came out, I was hired again as a game master and I was working with customer service through a lot of World of Warcraft expansion launches uh, until recently I joined the esports team um, and I've managed esports events all around the world, literally on every continent except for Antarctica. It's been um, a huge blast. And so now on the WoW esports team, my focus is on celebrating the return of Arena to World of Warcraft and being able to have a sweet tournament that features um, a lot of epic players, um, a lot of cool opportunities for, for spot in the limelight and kind of just really bring back um, that same feeling that everyone had when they first stepped into the arena in 2007. Good, good deal. And talking to you here with your 
background, you were a game master. I'm really happy you were part of the the team. That is awesome to, to you know hear that you're so in invested in the game. That's really it's really good. Yeah, we totally like we're so happy to have AV. Like he 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 obviously he knows what he's doing, but he's such a fan and it's so infectious. Like obviously we're all huge WoW nerds, of course, but having him on the team and working on this with him has been an absolute blast. I bet yeah. I bet we would talk for hours. I'd be like, dude, guess what I got last night? Blah 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 blah. You know? <laughs> it happens a lot. Oh, do you have any uh do you have any favorite uh favorite memories of working for Blizzard, such a storied company? Yeah, um, I do have a couple of favorite memories. Um, like I said, those esports events where I was traveling around the world and seeing people who don't speak the same language that I do. Um celebrating the game the way that I would and kind of enjoying it. And, and when the champion is eventually crowned and the confetti is flying in the air, that kind of euphoric feeling that we made it all of our hard work, you know, that leads to this moment finally is paying off. People are cheering, they're capturing it um, and, and sharing that moment as well. And, and that's just pretty much everything to me. Uh, my, my other very short favorite moment ever was uh, when we first, as Blizzard revealed the Overwatch trailer for the very first time at BlizzCon, I hadn't seen it yet either. It was so secret. I hadn't seen it yet either as a game master. And so I was in tears with the rest of the audience during what was the coolest cinematic I'd ever seen in my life at that moment. So that's definitely uh, probably the other amazing moment. Oh man. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause okay. The year after that was the first year that I went to, to BlizzCon and I saw my first overwatch league, uh, uh, uh world cup. Right. And that's right. when me and Mel fell in love with e with esports. We'd never really gotten into it before, but with that crowd and everything, and all the you know casting and Monte Cristo ripped off his uh, he was going for e for e for USA, and then he ripped it off. And he, he, oh, who did he have? He had uh, Korea. Korea, yeah, Korea underneath. I was like, this is great, yeah. And it just it was. I mean, anybody who hasn't been to a live esports event and the passion of the fans, like you will get into it just like you would a a soccer game. So, yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah, I gotta ask. Um, a big problem for me as someone named Ryan when I play Overwatch and people talk about Reinhardt a lot, I'm always thinking they're saying my name, just Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> How how is it being named after everyone's favorite battleground? And how was Phase Two Point Five, <laughs> where everyone was talking about it all the time? Oh, well. Is it jarring? <laughs> Not at all. In fact, I embraced it so much. I secured the name AV for my troll warrior, who was the second champion that I was able to rank. And you bet that I got plenty of funny tells in Altrac Valley while I was trying to get those ranks. Amazing. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, I'll take a screenshot for you later. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even think to add this question, and I, I I feel bad. But horde or alliance? Oh well, we're horde, but we have a couple of alliance characters because you know we have friends on the other side. But I, I'm horde. Uh, all of my characters are horde. So you gotta hey, just enjoy dip your the toes in. Times in TBC. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How about you, Fist? Oh, I'm horde. Yeah. Like I always have been, I always will be, always yeah. have been. I've the only, uh, actually, the only uh, alliance characters I have are the level one humans that I make on uh, Goldshire. Oh, okay, okay. 
Well, I'm, uh, as I said on the show many times, Mel and I are faction neutral. We go where our our friends are. We don't really have a ton of bias except for phase two of classic. And we hated Horde at that time. It was it was a it was a, r- it was a rough time. It's hard to talk about, but we're just going to move on. Since Agreed. I do know, I pretty much know all the questions for Thist. So Ryan, why don't you do the inter- the interview of Thist? Yeah, let's let's start with the WoW background. So you've been, you know, a, unfortunately Horde your entire career apparently. But I'd I'd love to hear how that got started. <laughs> when did you oh. start playing? Listen, um, sure. Uh, well, I started playing the Warcraft games because my dad was a huge nerd, and luckily I had access to his work laptop. But uh, I started in vanilla a month after it dropped. I begged for it for Christmas. My parents bought it for me, and I spent that whole Christmas with my first character, a Tauren warrior, and I got uh, stuck in Bramble Blade Ravine for the better part of two days because I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't know how to get out. Um, but I, you know, I, I slowly progressed. And I got a little bit better since then. But uh, uh, I've been playing mainly Mage uh, for most of my WoW career. Um, but in Shadowlands, I switched to Warrior because I've been ranged DPS. Yeah, it's it's been a huge transition for me. But I figured, you know, I've I've spent the better part of ten years ranged DPS, taking it easy, standing back, pew pew pew, you know. Um, and I'm, you know, I wanted to pay my dues and, you know, give back to the team. So, uh, I've been tanking and it's been a lot of fun. It's very nerve wracking. Uh, I was very sweaty learning the, the fights in Nathria, but, uh, you know, eventually we got it. So, um, but yeah, I, I raid six hours a week and, uh, I've been playing WoW almost my whole life. I know how you feel about tanking, man. Every time I do it, I'm like, this isn't even fun. I'm just having anxiety. (laughs) I tank through. No, go ahead. I tank through normal. And uh, as a mainly classic player, it's much scarier on retail. (laughs) I know, right? It's uh, there was one fight where I wasn't I wasn't used to like uh, switching. And I called my main tank Mark when his name is Mike. Like I was that nervous. (laughs) It was so dumb. It was so dumb. But uh, but yeah, it's been fun. I I like it. I like it a lot. Very cool. When did you make the jump from player to Blizzard? Um. Well, I had a brief stint working for Blizz in 2019 as the sideline reporter for the MDIA Spring Finals in Sydney. Um. But I uh got this position at Blizzard February of 2020. So I had a really great month on campus and I've been having a really great work at home experience but since then. Yeah, well do you, yeah, I felt so bad for you cuz <laughs> you literally moved. It was so exciting you traveled across country with the the legend Pat Crane and Can you imagine. <laughs> yeah, and like I tried to get you to stop for dinner in Colorado but you guys were on a mission. You guys were in a you guys were in a rush, but yeah. yeah, and then you got there and then covid happened and we were just like, "Oh, this oh no, her dream job and then she's at home." But uh, <sighs> I mean, it's it's it I hate to use this phrase, but it was what it was and you know, I've Ever since, regardless, and I have the best job ever, in my opinion. So, yeah, can't complain. Well, I guess a lot of it's been uh, during this time, but uh, any any favorite memories during this? Let's see. Well, yeah, obviously, my first month on campus was fantastic. It was like a mini BlizzCon every day. Um, 
I had been in the in the Warcraft scene for about six years prior, just like doing various podcasts and stuff like that. So I've you know I built up a a friend base at Blizzard, and uh, I remember seeing Jab in the cafeteria for the first time. He's so tall, um, but uh, I don't know. Since then, um, being a part of like so many major announcements from the WoW esports team, and um, it's being such a fan of not only world of warcraft but blizzard in general like just anything cool that happens is is unspeakably cool and i get to sit here in my room and geek out about it by myself and nobody can hear me squeal or cry and you know that's a good thing so because <laughs> like the first week or the first couple of weeks on campus i had to go to the bathroom a lot because i would start weeping uh you know Tears of joy, obviously, but like anytime something cool happened, I'd have to like, you know, excuse myself, go to the bathroom, have a have a cry, then I'd be good to go. And then, you know, inevitably, like I'd be stepping out of the bathroom and run into like somebody that I've admired for years. And then I'd have to step back in and be like, oh, my God. OK, we're good. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd do that at every event when I meet somebody that I'm just like. Oh, and you just have to realize they're a real person, but like it's yes. it's it's hard to to do that. You know, it's hard like to the, like put yourself back. Like yeah. to imagine you're on a Zoom call and just every time someone pops in, you're like, oh, one second, everybody!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turn off my camera. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, your eyes are all red and tear stained. You're just like, "Hey, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's the, the technology, it's right? It's the pollen or something in the air. Yeah, allergies." <laughs> Wipe it on your sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's move into the 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 event. You, you guys recently announced the Burning Crusade Classic Arena Tournament. This tournament will feature a thirty thousand dollar prize prize pool split between the U.S. and EU. It will air on YouTube and Twitch July twenty third through twenty fifth. So first off, either one of you could go, or you guys could go together. But um, like, uh, like let's tell people how they could get in involved. Like, who is allowed to register for this tournament? Like, can anybody? So, uh, pretty much anybody can join. You really just need to already have a World of Warcraft account that's in good standing. Uh, from there. There's only a couple of countries that aren't eligible, but almost every other country that has access to WoW and wants to play it is probably eligible to play in this tournament. So uh, if you are interested in playing, all you need to do is head over to our Game Battles page. Uh, but you can also find it very easily at our Twitter page at WoW Esports, and you can grab it from the link right there. Correct, Thist? That's right. It's pinned to the top currently. So you just uh, check out our announcement blog and all the info you need is right there. That's WoW Esports on Twitter. And we will definitely have it in the, sh the show notes as as well for anybody that wants to look at that. Now, I do have a little question. I always hear that in good standing. Does that mean like you haven't been banned or I, I just don't I've never really known exactly what that means. Um, so we don't necessarily reveal the exact criteria just gotcha, um, gotcha. for it to be secret, but it, it does mean, um, having gone a period of time without having been in trouble, uh, generally, yeah, getting banned is something that we would probably exclude you from a tournament from having happened to you. So, um, if you do end up having any questions about it, there's a, a admin tournament link. You can, you can send a request or you can uh, get onto the discord and ask there. 
but we we definitely uh, want to make sure that everybody who participates is um, is a good uh, wow citizen. Yes, awesome, very awesome. outstanding. I would love to see all track Valley AFKers who got that weak temp ban just excluded. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, please. It's rough. Yeah. So, uh, um, so I'm guessing that you have to have at least uh, you have to have at least a full team to sign up. You can't just sign up individually. Like it's not like a you can't jump in a pool. I, I I know that's probably obvious, but I just want to say it. Well, uh, I can I can clarify a little on how that works, but yeah, it, it helps to show up as a team. Um, you only need three people to complete a full team, so um, everyone should be asking their guildies who's going to play healer, who's going to DPS, and figure all of that out first, uh, because it's easy to sign up once you have three people. That being said, if you don't have three people, there is a free agent system. You can sign up as a single person oh, cool. and, um, and join the Looking for Team channel on Discord, and you'll be able to find some team that has two people and really needs that third healer or that third DPS and, and you can get picked up and, and who knows, maybe even uh, make your way to, to the final broadcast. And make some friends. That's also. And make some homies. Right. Exactly. We want to make some new friends. It's all about somebody made along the way. Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, okay. Well, I'm glad I I'm glad I asked that because I thought for sure you'd have to have at least at least a full team. Uh, say so, so, like, tell me about the servers that this will be on. Will it be on like a tournament server, and will like gear be provided, or is it the gear that you have on your character in game? So we're going to make sure that we have a tournament realm like we do for all of our other esports programs um, awesome. available for the Burning Crusade Classic, and everyone's going to be able to join uh, through the tournament realm. Um, there still be. Divisions by region, as as you described, there's one for the Americas region and one for the Europe region. But everybody will be able to hop onto the tournament realm, and yes, we'll have um, a way for everyone to get the same, uh, have access to the same gear, so that they'll be able to have an even footing cool. for the gameplay itself. Um, we do still think that. Uh, ladder should matter a little. And so we are going to uh, look at uh, people's ratings and um, apply that when we're doing the seeding for the tournament. Um, so, you know, your seeding will be affected by how well you've done on the ladder, but your actual gear and everything that you've um, uh, been working on for the live game will stay on the live game and you'll be able to use the tournament ROM gear for the uh, competition. So these next couple of weeks are actually really important for Arena if you're kind of serious about getting well we hadn't talked about it but the, the title that might be coming out with this too it, you actually have to start playing I, i'm a little worried is really what i'm getting at i need to get into the arenas <laughs> now yeah the advantage you get for being being high up on the ladder by the time that the tournament starts um is is apparent but it, it's not um, like a free win or anything it's more just seeding in order to be able to tell you know who who would be seated towards the top and who towards the bottom but uh, if you're a higher seated team you're likely to play a, a low seated team yeah i mean i think that's just i'd be i think that's just smart that's how everybody does it i i didn't even think about the fact that you would have that 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 data to use be cool but yeah. there could be some there could be some up and comers like you know if you just always thought that you could do it if you had the time to get the right gear and um and um stuff, this is this is your oppor this is your opportunity to shine. Like if you're someone who's really skilled but just never had the time to really put in that that work, 
I mean, we could get a cool story out of this. I'm kind of excited. Are you guys really thinking about joining? Are you guys are you guys gonna register? Oh, I'm registering for oh, sure. Yeah? Oh, absolutely. I've got to. Uh, I don't. I don't know how much arena I'll be able to do in the next couple of weeks in general. So I have to show my stuff here, and then I can tell all my guildies. See, I told you I was a glad. All right. I t- <laughs> that's but I'm pressing your reverse problem. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reverse problem though. It's not just the people who are going to show their stuff and you know come out from the woodwork. All the people who have been saying they were glad in TBC now have to prove it. They all have to come out and. <laughs> Show, come on, prove it. You guys, you guys said you're oh, glad yeah. on your other account that you, you know, you sold long ago. Let's, uh, let's, let's find out in the tournament. The talent pool, the talent pool is very deep. Um, and there's a lot of people who maybe didn't even play a whole lot of classic, but they're very good at arena already on retail. And so there's going to be, um, quite an interesting mix of those two types of players. Yeah. The skill, the skill cap, you know, back in TBC vastly different from now i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a rude awakening for the people like me that we're really good in tbc and we're also 15 years older i am not as fast as i used to be (laughs) but you know if someone approaches me and like like really wants to give it a shot i mean i'll give it a shot but you know i'm not really i'm not really thinking about it at the moment but maybe we'll we'll just let's have to see I believe in you. <laughs> All right. So, um, are they are there any gear that's going to be like specifically banned? Like any like items that you're like, eh, I don't know. Uh, we're thinking about it, uh, but there's nothing officially announced yet. I know our admins are deep in the game themselves and have been trying to figure out if there are any kind of lopsided things that exist for competitive sake but um so far uh we don't have anything to announce on it yet but hopefully soon if we do uh, make any decisions we want to make sure everybody knows about them well before the start of the tournament yeah okay and then a another question for on the gear is because there's so much different information all over the place a lot of things change throughout tbc but engineering what specifically will be able to be used from engineering in the tournament um i'd have to give the same answer there we're still taking a look okay okay. uh, i love engineering myself my character is an engineer and i've been collecting uh lots of moats of air around the grand uh because of it but yeah um (laughs) in terms of the pvp advantages i know that you uh you I mentioned TBC did use um, it did have different arena rules where you could use some items in arena and that's definitely something that we're keeping in mind and um, uh, when when we feel like there's anything that shouldn't be allowed we're going to make the competitors aware on the discord Um, but until then I think people should be getting as crafty as they think they can Um, engineering is a great way to do that in arena yep and I mean if it's on a tournament server I mean everybody will have access to it so it won't be like you have to work it up, you know. I'm, I'm sure you'll be able to see anything too crazy overpowered as the arena meta unfolds over the next couple of weeks as well, too. I'm sure someone will find a way to break this. <laughs> I just wanted to know if Ryan could use his 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 wrist rocket that he loves so much. Wrist rocket, my goblin <laughs> rocket launcher. Okay, I use that. I make everybody wait for me to pull. Excuse yeah, me, I've got a, a minute left. Stamp. Do you have two of them? I don't. Like Spider-Man. I don't have two of them. <laughs> you should have two. Oh, they're you get, not unique. You think, no, you can have two on. Had think of how big you would be. 
I need a. Those are just I, tank things. Wow, I hadn't thought about that. I need a hit trinket though. So, but I, I need to think of that one over. That's a lot of stam on this. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, give us the uh, give us the act the actual format of the tournament. Sure. So it's pretty simple format for people who are familiar with tournament formats. It's a double elimination. It means you get two chances um, to try to last all the way through the tournament. If you lose twice to any teams along the way, then you're out. Um, but we'll do one separate bracket for each region. So everyone in the Americas region will compete against each other. And then everyone in the Europe region will compete against each other. And we'll get the top eight from both sides out of that. Um, and they'll, they'll be the ones who we show on broadcast the following weekend. The best way to get to top eight is not to lose. <laughs> definitely. Those, those definitely. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and I, I don't think we'd mentioned it. It is 3v3. Yes. So it's 3v3. Um, and we're really excited to be able to bring 3v3 as a version of the game uh, to Burning Crusade. A lot of people remember that back in the day, it was 5v5 and there was even a little bit of um, 2v2 action going on in some of the pro scene when Burning Crusade originally launched. Um, we are also very interested in 2v2 and 5v5 as well. And, um, you know, uh, uh, we, we think that 3v3 is a great way to, to start off. But, um, yeah, we, we would love to do 2v2 and 5v5 in the future as well. Awesome, awesome. All right, so tell us about this special title that you're going to get. Yes, the Vanquisher title. So the um, hardcore OG uh, World of Warcraft players will remember the Vanquisher title being from the Arena Pass or the the tournament realm that used to exist back in the day. You used to be able to uh, do something to gain access to the tournament realm. Generally, it was be very good at PvP and or I think there was a paid version at one point. And um, the top players... Uh, Generally, the top 1,000 players from the huge tournament realm would then be awarded the Vanquisher title. And there were some requirements involved, like playing a minimum number of matches and, and making sure that you, you know, did the minimum amount. But then you would get this really cool title that you couldn't really get in game. Um, so this Vanquisher title we thought was really cool. The game team thought it was really cool. And we said, hey, can we give this to the best players in CAT? And they said, sure. And so now we're looking at giving it away to the top 10% of competitors in the Classic Arena tournament. So um, depending on how many people sign up, we want to give it to um, as many people as possible. Uh, we really like the title and we think it's um, super cool. There's no way to get it in Burning Crusade right now. It's only able to be received through this specific tournament right now. And we think it's going to be a, a, a nice addition to uh, the people who perform very well in the tournament, even if they don't make it to the top eight uh, live broadcast. Nice. Do you think that this is a title that might be recurring if there's more tournaments in the future? Or is this really the time for people, if they want this Vanquisher title, right now is the time to go? Well, this is the only time that we've announced that it's going to be available. I can put it that way. But um, we we definitely think it's a cool reward for the best players in PvP in our in our tournaments. And and so, um, you know, it, it's possible it could come back in the future as well. It's an awesome reward. That's it's a major reason that I'm absolutely signing up, because if, if there's a unique title, you've got got to go get it. Right? You got to yeah. go for it. You got to. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. The only thing would be maybe just a little bit neater is a three is a 310 mount for it too it would be pretty cool oh man <laughs> 310 especially that's cheating does it fly as well 
<laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah, it must fly because it's 310. <laughs> 310 on the ground's fine, too. I'll take that. <laughs> that would be so funny to watch. Just like... Just, just like a mount, just running that that fast, realizing that's probably not going to be uh, okay. <laughs> it's fine. Oh man! So, who are some of the, who are some of the people that are going to be casting this? Ooh, I can answer that. Uh, we've got the dream team. We got Supertees, Venruki, and Zico. Uh, all very passionate PvP players, obviously, who love Classic WoW as much as we do. Uh, I think Zico tweeted the other day when we announced who was casting, and he said that he used to watch every TVC tournament in high school, and now he's like geeking out about being on the desk for the first like Blizzard Classic Arena tournament. Um, I think it's like love and excitement like that that really lends itself for incredible casting. So yeah. I think we're yeah we're we're definitely in for a treat with these guys. Yeah, it's, it was it's crazy. Run into uh I saw so many of my friends run into Ven uh Venruki on stream during the TBC beta. It was because he's in there, they're just freaking out. They're like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So they talked about some special guests. Can you give us any hints? Yeah, uh when we announced uh Venruki and Zico and Supertease, we also announced that we would have mystery casters and special guests and uh i would like to hear who you guys think will be making appearances well it looks like illidan's gonna be there <laughs> well i mean no not in person because you know i think well, he's still working from home as well but yeah no doubt he's got a canon from from the black temple <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. yeah any any thoughts I don't I I have no idea. It's like I I have no I have no idea. That's okay cuz I wasn't going to tell you anyway. <laughs> I can I can literally I can't tell you a thing. Like I I no hints at all, but uh it's I can tell you secret. Yeah, it's going to be really cool and I think everybody's going to be really excited to see who we have joining us at the desk during this uh this broadcast. Oh man. All right. Well, you just gonna have to tune in to to find out. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so we have a few questions about the future of TBC e esports. So Ryan, you want to take take this, you know, some of these away? Yeah, I feel like so. I wrote some of these with with a little bit twinge of negativity in them, but now that I see how passionate you guys are, it feels like well, these some of these are answered themselves, but. Uh, my my original concern, especially reading like the the document that that comes out, is a lot of it's nostalgia based, right? Like, hey, come back to the good old days. But uh, is there going to be really development of a of a serious esport of of TBC Arena specifically? Like, there there really is for I would say retail WoW. Where I mean, I, I even when I wasn't playing retail WoW, I'd still tune in for some of these three v three tournaments Same. that were going on. Same. Yeah. Well, from from an esports side, from a from trying to create the programs that we do for all of our games. Um, we definitely looked at Classic going from 2020 to 2021. We expanded um, our budget upon the uh, the WoW Summer Bowl, which was in Warsong Gulch, and the uh, Fall Conquest, which was in the Arathi Basin. And so we, uh, we saw the kind of excitement and hype that was around that with kind of minimal um, effort put our side as, as much as we could potentially do at the time. Uh, it wasn't a main focus of the year. And so this year we felt that it was a good idea to start that. Um, for Classic uh, in Arena coming out at the same time, 
it was the perfect time to go ahead and say, let's go ahead and do a big tournament that um, is is truly the Blizzard polish that that we think um, we can we can deliver. And um, so we know that the game team is also very excited about that. And it's not just because we're doing it at the same time as the launch of the game, but um, Arena is is a, a key game mode for for Burning Crusade. And so, um, you know, bring, bringing that to the limelight was definitely the kind of first goal there. Um, but for us, uh, we hope that everyone enjoys. Uh, if everyone gets an opportunity to tune in, maybe people who don't normally watch classic events or, or they don't normally watch um, esports events, but they love classic, uh, they could t- tune in and, and see, you know, some people uh, to competing at the highest level and perhaps it's somebody that they've watched on stream and that they really enjoy. Um, so if the community embraces the event, I think that we're going to feel like we're going to want to do some more for sure. Um, and so that's where we're at right now. We, we definitely are, um, looking at future seasons. We're looking at future, um, you know, parts of the year where, where those types of things can happen. And we're, um, you know, looking at this event and, and, and it's, it's looking good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. And the Go thing ahead. is, like, uh, WoW esports are at the core celebrations of World of Warcraft and the WoW community, and in this case, the legacy of the game. Uh, with this event, we have the opportunity to honor the time when competitive World of Warcraft essentially began, and being able to give people the opportunity to relive that experience or maybe like experience it for the first time on such an elevated level is really exciting for us. Uh, the WoW esports team. We all have fond memories of TBC and putting together this event has been so much fun. Like you can't imagine all the memes from 2007 we've been sharing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I would love for there to be B, uh, BG ones too, but you're right. I watched most of the Arathi Basin one last year and it was just hard to follow. It was really hard and it was hard for the casters too. It ended up just being the most exciting parts is like, can this rogue stealth cap this, this point, you know? And like that, that, that was exciting, but it's hard to follow. Like our arena's perfect. You know, it's a small area and it's, it's, it's a lot easier to keep up with what's going on. So I'm excited about that. I'm kind of bummed that there probably won't be BG tournaments in the future, but you know, never say never, Bob, never say never, never say never, never say never. I keep a, Keep up hopes. I mean, if you had like five monitors, you could do a Rathy Basin and just watch each point. Like that would that'd be kind of cool. But yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always yeah, use my, more monitors. My mother major question was about the format as well, too, with 3v3, where in my battle group back in TVC, you weren't anybody unless you were a 2v2er. And, uh, but it sounded like you already answered that. I mean, if people are, are into it and passionate and we, we, people want, the 5v5 and 2v2 out there. It sounds like it'll happen. So I think it's it's on us, everybody. Sign up for this and watch it. It's going to be insane, I bet. Uh, like you said, a lot of people, one, it's elevated. People are not, this is not TVC level arena anymore. <laughs> We're going to be seeing some serious contenders out there. And again, a lot of the casters, I mean, these are people who are passionate about WoW for a long period of time now. It's something ingrained in all of us now where TVC, I mean, even, even back then, people who loved WoW, still a fresh experience. But now, so many years later, everyone is just so into WoW now, you know, it's ingrained in our blood at this point. Uh, so watching it, even if you're not into PvP or if you're not into Classic, I think it'll still be an insanely awesome experience. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Just That's uh, a great way to look at it. 
Yeah, just uh, why don't we plug just once again, like the Twitch and the YouTube. Oh, yeah, uh, it's WoW Esports, all in one word on Twitter, and you can watch it on YouTube at youtube.com slash Warcraft. Okay, and the Twitch is slash Warcraft 2? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. It's it's pretty easy to remember. <laughs> and in the show notes. My last question is about the ladder like you mentioned. Is there going to be a visible ladder for Arena? There's not one right now, like the old-style armory ladder, right? Um, is that a plan that, that you have? I think that's something that's really cool for seeing those rising stars come up, not just in the tournament, but in the long time, or like the long term for Arena and TBC. Yeah, that's... Uh... It's definitely cool. Um, that's that's more of a dev team decision ultimately. Yeah. But one of the great things about Classic WoW was how uh, the community built up around not only the game but like being able to share these things with each other. Um, Dressvar is a great example of an online resource that already has a great leaderboard. And for the esports team, like we absolutely love seeing grassroots development around these things. Um, it also speaks to the variety of third party events like OTK. And there's definitely more coming in the future from other organizations. Um, but the WoW community loves this game. And whether or not there's an official armory or ladder in the future, um, that community passion is essential. And after all, like, that's kind of how we did it back in 2007, right? Like, <laughs> Oh, maybe my guess is a special guest from OTK. I have no idea. I mean, I do, but it's no, I don't. It's boy. I don't know. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. All right. Well, guys, I mean, that's pretty much, I think, all all we had for you. Is there anything else you want to, like, leave out in, in, in closing? Just? Let's see. Well, it was really, really great uh, to be here. Um, we are so excited for this event. Like, we... We've, we, you know, we've seen this, the writing on the wall on, on social, like people are super stoked for this. We are super stoked for this. And that, you know, that's kind of a, a win-win uh, compilation of, of uh, how, I guess what I'm trying to say is we're really excited for this event and we really hope that you watch it. And we're really glad to be here to talk about it and, uh, and yeah, see you in the arena. Yeah. How's it uh, feel to be on a a a podcast again it's been a while hasn't it it has been a while um it's kind of like riding a bike you know you're holding on to handles and <laughs> pedaling it's a it's a good metaphor for podcasting right yep yep <laughs> and av anything closing yeah of course um i, I just also want to thank you guys for having uh, this this and i on the show it's been a pleasure um first time speaking with both of you guys and it was very comfortable for me and uh i could i could chat about classic wow all day and about the trials and tribulations of being uh, a, a tank but um yeah I, I hope everybody does get a chance to tune into the classic arena tournament on july 23rd through 25th uh we we hope you enjoy the show and uh yeah that's it Awesome, awesome. Usually we let people give out their own socials. Is that a thing for Blizzard employees? I don't even know. That's something I should even do. Um, I'd say definitely follow us on WoW Esports, one word for sure, if you Perfect. want to get super detailed WoW um, Esports info. And you'll probably see us interacting with it, and you can follow us there eventually too. Perfect, perfect. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, guys. And we're out. All right. Well, that was the interview. Thank you so much to AV and Thist for spending some time with us. It was an absolute blast. Great to see Thist ag again, but 
Now it's time for... Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. So this week we have a really cool one that Bob showed me that actually blew my mind. I was like, I don't think there's any more quality so of life things that I need in WoW. But he let me know about MBB Classic, which lets you, it, it reduces your mini-map icon. So you know how you get a new add-on and it puts a little circle on your mini-map and now you have 8,000 of these and I don't need the dbm little circle sitting up near my mini map i truly do not what this does is it reduces all of them and makes it into a pop-out menu so you can just get the ones that you need and I, you can still keep out the ones that you use a lot so bob mentioned that he uses item rack uh, a lot which i do as well too uh so you can keep that popped out but everything else you can kind of clean up your mini map and that makes life so much better dude it is glorious i Heard it credit to Scotty J. I think he's the only YouTuber that has talked about it, but he put that up and I immediately went and got it. I was just like, this is glorious because I had stuff overlapping and all over and it looked horrible. And this is super easy to use. You just like control right click any like anything you want to be on your map or control right click anything that's on your map to go back into the drop down. It is glorious. I don't know. If this was in retail, maybe, or why this wasn't in classic, but man, it is nice. It's really good. And I have an additional, it's not a new add-on, but I want to just tell everybody, Nova World Buffs. And this is something that I think maybe Mel was the first one in our guild to figure it out, uh, but it tells you what layer you're on. So it's still insanely useful for uh, for TBC if your server has multiple layers, which I don't know if every server does, but White Main definitely does. Uh, but what it does is, if you click the layer that you're on, where it says on your minimap layer one, or you bring up the, you can just bring up Nova World buffs, um, the actual pop out for it as well too. Uh, but if you click on the layer that you're on, click Guild Layers, you can see who on your in your guild. You can see which layers they are on. So instead of just asking your guild, "Hey, can I get a layer? What layer are you on?" Blah blah blah. You can just whisper somebody who is like, "Oh, they're another storm. They're probably questing. They're on the layer I want to be on." Hey, can I get an invite for a layer? Boom, you're layered. It's that easy. I've been telling people in guild every time I get a layer and they're like, how'd you know I was on a different layer? And their minds are blown every time and everyone is stoked about it. So I wanted everyone else to know that Nova World buff still has good use and its biggest use now, you can see what layers your guildmates are on instead of having to just beg your guild for a layer. Yeah, and contrary, I've found contrary to popular belief, I'm not the only one that oftentimes doesn't pay attention to guild chat because I will get a response immediately from a tell. And so, yeah, just definitely keep that in yep. mind. Also, we should just mention, because maybe people don't know, Nova Instance Tracker is another one that is so good for right now. If you're running a lot of dungeons, you want to capitalize your time to rep. It tells you rep experience you've gotten in the dungeon, everything. It tracks it. It's really good. So definitely check that out, too. All right, man, let's end it out. So don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can also follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. 
We want you to tell us whatever you want. And if it's too long to be on Twitter, you can send emails to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. A great user by the name of Jake. I'm not going to say his last name because he probably doesn't want me to. But Jake, after last week's episode, sent me a a uh, week aura that does track all of your cool your uh, cloth or alchemy or whatever cooldown CDs and it's pretty sweet. He's, you do kind of have to turn it off and raid and stuff because it can get quite annoying, but it 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 is a pretty sweet add-on. So thank you very much, Jake. If you'd like to talk to the hosts and interact with us, please join the Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. How can you help us out? You can tell people about the pod. That is the best way to do it. And ratings and reviews, which you guys killed this last week. Hope I mean, keep them coming. We we will take them. Like the more we get, the 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 better visibility we get. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to do that. Even people that just take the time to give us a five star, because we've had a couple of those too without an actual written review. So we appreciate those as well. And for the last part, just don't forget to check us out on Twitch every week, Friday nights. Uh, follow us on Twitter to know when we go live, but it's usually, what is it? It's 7 o'clock Eastern time and 4 o'clock Pacific time. So definitely come check us out. And always we're available. The best version of the show is the audio version on any podcaster near you. And with that, where can we find you, Ryan? Hi, you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash pit or on Twitter at Cognitive Pit. I actually am regularly checking that now. I would say almost every awesome. 48 hours. <laughs> good, good deal. Yeah. All right, all right. And you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. And if you want to check out our raids, I am back to, to streaming raids Tuesday and Thursday night. I might start streaming some other things, maybe arena shenanigans, whatever. But that's... Tw- Twitch.tv slash Blazing Bob. Yeah. So come in, hang out, and yeah, talk. Yeah, I think he's actually going to be starting some Yoga Pants ASMR streams soon, so you can <laughs> check out Bob. Oh, no. No, no, I'm totally going licking. Oh, ear licking. Uh, You're doing the ear licking. Licking meta. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, right. he, he had a hot tub stream, if you guys <laughs> missed it. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. I did. It was... Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, it was just a picture of my character in a in a moon well at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> it was it was a bad joke, but I thought it was funny. All right, guys, we're gonna get out of here. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. We'll see you Bye. next week. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. 
If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 